<laughs> You're now listening to the Inside Out Podcast with Jimmy Hunt. Get it. Welcome to Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. My job is simple, to improve my mental fitness through any means possible and deconstruct what works, what doesn't, and what I think may be able to help you become mentally fitter. And quite often it leads me to some pretty interesting people, places, and stories. And today, we've got some stories for you. It's a relationship episode, and so I have with me my beautiful and lovely wife, Libby Grace. Hello, Libby Grace. Hello, Jimmy Hunt. It's a relationships episode. The better our relationship, the better our individual mental fitness. That's why we do these. And today, Libby's topic that she put on the calendar to do is all about growing together as a couple. Now, that does not necessarily mean growing as a couple. That might be a byproduct of it, but what she's really talking about there is growing individually together. Because what I've said, <laughs> what are you laughing for already? Just the grammar of that, growing individually together. Yep. I like it. I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> uh, basically, and we've said this before on other podcasts, I think, but basically... Libby and I, and your intimate partners in general, are your greatest teachers. They are the ones that will trigger you the most. <laughs> you don't love, I mean, like, I don't love anyone more in this world than Libby Grace. No. No one pisses me off more in this world <laughs> than Libby Grace. I'm a, I, that's all you. <laughs> I don't piss anyone off. You just feel pissed off. But it's the same with me, right? Yeah. Like you love me more than anyone else, but I also piss you off more than anyone else. I don't ever feel pissed off by you. It's funny you say that. That just made me think about it. I don't ever feel pissed off. Like that's not an emotion right. I experience. It's it's funny because I I hear I hear it like, ah, they were so it's pissed. A term, yeah. yeah, and it's like, I guess it means you're angry or whatever. I don't know what it, exactly. It could be anything. It's frustration. It's. Oh, you know, yeah, I tolerate you. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, that's, I frustrate you more than anything. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you get under my skin, you highlight the things that make little red sirens flash and more than anyone else. Yeah. And what we're saying here is that that's not just true for Libby and I, but that's true for anybody's intimate partner. Well, that's why you're together. That's what I believe. It's that you, you're put in that relationship because your purpose on this earth is to grow and to evolve. And you can't do that on your own. I mean, maybe you can do that you on your own. You can do it on your own. But without for anyone having- listening to this who's not in an actual relationship, absolutely. Uh, but there are people intimate to you. So, like, this could be substituted for your family, what, yeah. for example. I mean, you can't just be completely hermit, isolated on your own and grow to the extent that you could by having somebody in your face or in your sphere reflecting stuff to you, showing you stuff that needs your attention. Absolutely. And so Libby and I, we're in a... Constant state of flux. Ugh. Are we what? 
both as individuals and then subsequently as a relationship. And that's one of the really sort of fundamental things to understand is that we are growing as individuals. We are completely separate entities who happen to be cohabitating this part of our life together. And what we are looking for is not relationship growth, but it is individual growth that reflects in a better relationship. Yeah, it's a byproduct. Exactly. And I think that's sometimes what I sort of see when I look at relationship counseling and, you know, the not good ones really do counsel on the relationship. Yeah. When the relationship is simply the byproduct of the two individuals involved in that relationship. Yeah. And that, that can be true for a, a, a boss at work and an employee. It can be true for best friends or family members. The state of that relationship is directly proportional to the state of the individuals in that relationship. And so Libby and I are both people that are looking for personal growth. We want to be a little bit better today than we were yesterday. We want to be a little bit better tomorrow than we are today. And the interesting thing is that if you are changing and whether it's a conscious change or a unconscious change, it doesn't matter. If you are changing, which you always are, (laughs) then your relationship is going to be in a constant state of flux. It is going to be changing. You are not in the same relationship that you were six months ago or six years ago or even six minutes ago. And that is the cause of so many problems. So many problems in relationships are caused by trying to hold on to something you had instead of trying to create something for the future. Yeah, I think that's a really important point you raise is that a relationship where there's no growth becomes stagnant. So you think back to the times of, oh, this used to be better, holding on to a relationship that used to exist back in the good old days when there was pheromones running around or, or whatever it was. And, and then if you haven't grown as a human or even put the effort into to that, your relationship has stayed kind of at a level that's not really fulfilling you anymore. So you're kind of like, oh, I'm holding on to this, I'm holding on to this, I'm holding on to this, and I'm holding on to the idea of what it used to be. Mm. But if you're not stepping forward and together or separately in growth, then you're never going to achieve anything but what you've got now. And that's, that's what I think causes a stagnation of a relationship is when, you, when you're not making any, any effort to grow, when you're just, I don't know, every day looks the same. Or trying to hold on. Just, yeah. Just trying to hold on to what you to have. To what you've got. That's what, how we get in trouble, by not realizing that we are all on this path of, I, you said you, you say we're trying to be better every day. I like to think of it as I like try to be more, more whole. So I'm not quite complete. My puzzle is not quite complete until the day I die. There's going to be like tiny little pieces of puzzle to put into the, into the mixture. And they might be getting smaller. And by the time I'm 92 point whatever, the just little specks of dust that I'm adding to my puzzle. But I feel like it's about making myself more 
whole every day, yeah. becoming the complete picture. Mm. And that's what I'm seeking. I'm seeking to put another little piece of my puzzle in so that I can see what my picture looks like. And I'm really excited to see what, what, my, what my landscape is. And I like that analogy because it reminded me of an Instagram post I did and it was actually a friend of yours who I've never met who sent me a message saying, fuck you for that analogy because it's now absolutely changed the way I think and <laughs> I had a beautiful thing. And the analogy is uh, Jerry Maguire, the movie, romantic comedies, 90s were massive, right? And the culmination of that whole movie is him turning up on Renee Zellweger's doorstep and going, you complete me. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I Everyone complete swooned. you. And everyone <laughs> swooned. And, and that is a fucking codependent relationship. Yeah. <laughs> that is not healthy. Yeah. You have to complete you. So, yeah. Right? Yeah. Two people who complete each other and are codependent on each other will always live in fear of losing, losing that completion. Yeah, being there, done that. You have to be able to complete yourselves. And I always like the sort of the, the visualization of the analogy, like two holes who then join together look like an infinity symbol. Yeah, that's a really sweet one. Right? I like the way of looking at that. You've got to be whole. That's your job. Yeah, and so that's what I'm saying is that as I step forward into every day, I am thinking, in fact, you know what? It's a lie. It's not every day. Some days I just want to chill and like yeah. not be growing and not be doing the work. But the days where I am actively seeking growth is it's about, yeah, completing myself, knowing that it is all about me. It's a very selfish perspective. It's a very me-centric, this is for me. I know I'm going to be better at the end of this mm. or more complete or more whole. Knowing that as my sidekick, you're going to get the benefit of that person like when I become who I'm supposed to become one day, I'm excited for you because you get a really cool person to hang out with. Exactly. I'm, you know, I'm that's really looking forward to that. <laughs> but that's how I kind of view growth <sighs> as <laughs> shut up. That's how I view my own growth and then the growth as a relationship. I said it was a byproduct. It's not really a nice term. I don't I think the connotations of that are not great, but while you are going about growing on, in your own way and evolving in your own way, it isn't wrong to start thinking, well, I actually actively want to grow my relationship. And that's where the two, I think, come together. You each are doing your individual paths. You're each committed to and acknowledging, hey, I am here to grow and learn and evolve. But you talk about that in your relationship. Otherwise, you are just two people going about your business and, and doing your thing. But to make it a, a relational thing, to make it a joint thing, you go, hey, this is what I'm doing and I'm, I'm doing this for the benefit of me, but I know that it's going to benefit our yeah, relationship. But that's any relationship. Any relationship is sharing a part of you with somebody else, mm -hmm. whatever the form that relationship is. And in an intimate relationship, you just happen to share more, more deeply. Than, than with with the your mate that you catch the bus with every morning, right? That's <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> I'm just imagining you catching a bus. Got a bus friend. <laughs> you actually would. You'd yeah. be that guy. I'll have a bus friend. <laughs> um, and uh, like you're right in there with. Well, I think one of the key points in being able to grow with a partner is, I guess, the principle of 
allowing mm. their growth. Absolutely. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that can get away in the way of allowing someone else's growth. Jealousy. Yeah. Jealousy is a yeah, big one that can sure. stop that. Like you, you can sort of see them like growing and growing away from you and mm. you get fearful of that and you're mm. like, oh shit. And you want to almost pull them back. Right. Yeah. And so you want to kind of stifle or stop their growth. The amount of relationships we've been um, told about friends of ours or people who have come to us for advice or whatever, you more than me, but we're, and it's been particularly in our experience, a, a woman or um, yeah, I've got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, with that. yeah, I, yeah. They've come and said, "Look, I'm I'm going through all these changes, but my partner is really resistant to it, and and I feel stifled by them. I don't want to do it because yeah. I don't want my relationship to break up. They're really not into it. They think I'm going down this rabbit hole. They're not into this whole thing. They're telling me I'm crazy or whatever. And it's really really difficult because you do cherish your relationship and you do love that person, and then you kind of do put yourself second to that your own growth you put that second to that relationship just so you're not hurting somebody else or or you know causing um a disruption to to what's comfortable it's a real shame that that's what what does that cause right resentment of course you can't it's not a sustainable relationship that way you're hiding yourself you're not being real and true in your relationship so yeah you might have what you've always had might be comfortable, but it's uncomfortable for you. Maybe it's comfortable for them. Yep. But yeah, that's a, it's something that I've noticed over the years that people have said, hey, I'm going on this personal growth journey, and but my partner doesn't want to come along. And yep. I think predominantly I'm going to say that most of those relationships end. Yep. They really do. Yeah. There's very few there's very few where the partner comes on board and goes, "Oh, yeah, okay, actually I'm getting into this." Yeah. And you you've brought this up now, so I'll I'll transition to this now. Um yesterday I was with a uh, a woman who's a counselor of sorts. And um you know, we're talking about her client base. And as you've said, I've talked to so many people about their relationships in this regard, but uh, I was saying, you know, who, who you know, who, who's your, who's your audience? Who, 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 who's coming to you for help? And she's like 35 to 70 year old woman whose partners didn't want to grow with them. And so they broke up. <laughs> Such a demographic. Right? Yeah. Like the, they're either, or they're, they're either in, they're either in marriages that they don't want to be in anymore. Uh-huh. Or they've they've broken up those marriages, right? And they're looking for that courage to leave that marriage because it's no longer serving them or fulfilling them. We did a relationship episode; it might have been our first one, even about the concept of soul contracts, yeah. And how when these, like, we'll talk about these women in particular, when these women uh, made contracts with their husbands like either literal marriage contracts yeah. or the the soul contract of the first meeting, they were on the same level. Yeah. That is like, yeah, cool. I agree. Yep. You agree. Yep. Cool. We're both really happy with this contract and where we're going with it. But as, again, predominantly the woman has grown and the man has wanted to stay the same, tried to stifle her growth in order to hold on to the contract that they had originally made. And he's like, oi. <laughs> we made we made a contract here. Where do you think you're going? 
yeah. right? Whether he's doing that consciously or subconsciously, yeah. it doesn't matter. That's what he's doing. He's like, oi, oi, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like this. Come back here. Yeah. You end up with this resentment in the relationship. And that resentment can really only lead one place to be breaking up. So, well, I guess one of the questions that I want to talk about is what happens if you find yourself in a relationship where you are the one doing the growing and the other one is sort of refusing to do that growth, right? Mm. What, what do you even do? Yeah. How do you do it? Well, that's the thing is that I don't, I don't know. I, I, you just hearing you speak about um, the experience you had with, with that woman yesterday, her explaining her uh, demographic, it just brings up this whole thing of what is it's a whole other podcast. What is going on with Men? the feminine and the masculine? <laughs> like, why is it all women? It does seem I don't I don't want to stereotype, and I don't want to fall into that trap of, you know, of that. But you but stereotype for a reason because, because it is it's the predominant narrative. It's yes. like why is it that women are seeking growth? I mean, I get it. There's a there is a whole there is a whole podcast about the the feminine rising and all of that. There's yeah, a whole the movement. patriarchal yeah, nature exactly. of there society. Is, there blah, is blah, blah, a mo- yeah. there needs to be and there is a movement towards a more feminine touch to this planet. But anyway, beside the point, it does always seem to be that in our experience, what we hear from women growing, wanting to evolve, wanting to better themselves, whatever. And I think you do. You said there's only one answer. And that is to break up, but there's no. I didn't, not. I didn't say that. I, I I said that's that's the that's the we when when it gets to that point. And so what I'm asking here is how does somebody intervene before that point? Well, what do you mean by intervene? Well, let's just say you see this coming. That if you keep growing, that chasm is going to grow far too big, yeah. and the only option at the end it's is to break, to break up. up. But you don't want that as an option. You would much rather your partner came with you on the journey. Yeah. Well, how do you get them to come on the journey with you? Well, you, you can't because that's it's not their journey. Exactly. You can't choose for someone what they want to do. The the responsible thing to do, the respectful thing to do is say, this is what I'm doing. This is what feels good to me. For me, there's more than one option here. There is this is me. This is what I'm doing. I'm about to grow. I I ask that you allow me to do that. And if it becomes uncomfortable for you, we'll you know cross that bridge and we'll talk about that when it gets to that point. But this is what I'm doing because it's for me. And then you go down that path, and that can either lead to well, you don't want me in your life. You know, you don't want to be in my life while I do this. Then you talk about the relationship ending in that regard. Or do you want to come with me? And it's a little bit of Here's a little teaser of what I'm doing. Here's of me growing. Look at yeah. how good it is. And if they choose to come on board, they choose to come on board. And if yeah. they don't, they don't. But I guess the black and white answer is you can't make somebody. No, but you can offer exactly what you just said. You can offer for them to come with you. Yeah. I'll give you a good example. I was in New Zealand. I, I think my parents were watching the news and I, and I saw it. it was one of those sort of feel-good stories at the end of the news. And it was a woman from South Auckland who had lost like 50 kilograms. She was, she was a big lady, 
and uh, she decided that she wanted to do something about it. You know, she, I, you know, I think she might have had uh, diabetes or, or something like that. She needed to make a health change. And so she went in and she made a health change and she started exercising. She started eating better and she started losing weight. And then I, I, if I remember correctly, like she was making her own meal separate to what the rest of her family were having. Mm. And she's like, look, this is what I eat now. And if you don't want to eat it, then I'm just going to cook my own meals. But this is what I need to be doing for me. And then, you know, she started losing 10, 15, 20 kilograms. And the husband's like, um, okay, well, you're doing good, but I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And then the kids were like, hey, mum, but they were overweight too. Mum, can we come with you? Yeah. Can we? And so she started exercising with the kids. The kids then started eating the, um, the meals with uh, the mum. And then the husband was finally like, oh, <laughs> Fuck, all right. Everyone else is doing oh, it. I'll, I'll come too. And then he lost like 50 kilograms, right? Amazing. And so as a family, they lost this massive amount of weight, which is why it ended up as a feel-good story on the news. That is the example of a feminine-led change in a household, in a relationship that was not forced. Mm. She's not like right family decree. Yeah, we're, we're all <laughs> eating. We're all eating broccoli and tofu from now on. Nummy, right? Yeah, and everyone because everyone just like, resist. They that. resist that. You're like fuck off. If you force change on anybody, Absolutely. the natural instinct is to resist. Absolutely, but I think the key component of that example and what you were saying is the communication mm-hmm. of what is happening. Yeah. Right, I am doing this. It's important to me. It is important to me, and it's important to me because it's going to make me yeah. happier and healthier. Yeah. yeah, it's going to make me a better mum. Yeah, it's going to make me a better human. You don't have to do it, but I'm just going to tell you what I'm doing and while I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. and then maybe that is the inspiration that they need. To be able to jump on board with you. And maybe they never will, but at least they've got the option to then say, well, because I would expect or I would hope that in that conversation you're having, this is what I'm doing. I'm doing it for me. These are the reasons it's important to me. I'm asking for your support. Yeah. And that can be as little as, okay, I'll allow you (laughs) to do what you need to do without interfering with that, without making you feel bad, without trying to bring you down, without trying to sabotage you. can be that too. Okay, well, I'll help you cook some meals sometime. Or, you know, if you want to take a couple of hours to go and do some exercise, I'll watch the kids, whatever it looks like. So that conversation is had at that time. The, The communication between the two of you or however many there are involved I'm going to be supportive to you in whatever that looks like. Or, you know what? If you want to come with me, it can, you can either support me or you can join in occasionally. It's yep. open to you too. Well, this is it. If you're in an intimate relationship and you actually do love the other person, you can at least allow them the growth. Absolutely. But what I think I see a lot of is that, especially you know, in, in this stereotypical example of the woman, they're almost embarrassed of the growth 
they think the husband or partner won't understand, and so they do the growth in secret. Uh, I, yeah, I talking about this just rem- made me made me remember that my mother, like we grew, we're, I can't tell the whole story, but she used to go. She had this friend who was a woman who was a little bit into, I guess, witchcraft. Not. Not really witchcraft. <laughs> really? Sounds really intense, but it wasn't. But she was a witch. Like she had, okay. she used to do stuff. Yeah. And my mother was like secretly into it. Right. And so she would catch up. Which with would the, have been uh, like, oh that, my like, God. The, she would have got hellfire and damnation. Your, your, like, yeah. Oh, like not even, let's not even go there. But she used to go and have coffees, catch ups with this woman. And then she'd come back and she'd have a new crystal or she'd have something. You know, yeah. lovely, something from that realm where she felt like she was tapping into something that she really enjoyed with this friend. I kid you not, my father stamped out that relationship. He, oh, yeah. he forbade her from seeing this friend. Yep. It frightened him so much. It scared him so much that he, he used to say horrible things about this friend, like trying to convince her not to see her, and then just said, you're not going, I'm yep. not letting you, blah, 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 you know, all of this stuff. And it just reminded me of that because you you do do it in secret. Mm. You can't. It's for generations. Women, particularly, have have been having secret lives from their partners yeah. out of fear of retribution. Yeah, and hopefully, the people listening to this podcast are not in relationships like your mother and father. Well, um, but and there, will are, <laughs> there will be some. There will be some. And but but here's the thing: is that. If it is that kind of relationship and you have to do it in secret and then that growth creates a divide that leads to a breakup, fucking yay. <laughs> like, fucking awesome. I'm happy that that is the fucking byproduct or out of it. in their case, you just stay together forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just regardless. Absolutely but, regardless. But, you know, outside of that and hopefully a respectful relationship, I think it really is just about that communication of, Huge. of hey, this is what I want to do. I think it's going to be great for me, which is great for our family. Yeah. Uh, it's great for our relationship. So this yeah. is something I would like to pursue. Personally, this level of growth. seeing somebody grow and seeing somebody change, become happier, become more whole, become all of these because nothing bad comes from growth, really. Sometimes mm. the growth is super painful, yeah. but I've never experienced any growth that didn't lead to something better than. Agreed. So seeing somebody go through growth and experience what's on the other side of that, it just lights you up. You're like, yay for that person. Yeah. Like with you, I see your growth over, I've got to witness your growth for 10 years. Seeing where you've come from to where you are now, I'm just like, holy moly, I'm so happy for you. Yeah, and I get to be with that. And I get to be, I get to experience you as a growing person. It's so cool. It's it's amazing. It's a real blessing. Yeah, and wouldn't you much rather be, be oh, with the God. person I am now than I was 10 years ago? And then we were having a discussion the other day about you mentioned something that you did years ago. And I said to you, I'm so glad I didn't know you then. Yeah. I would not have liked you. That's mm. that kind of energy and attitude you had around certain things. I'm really pleased that I never saw that and that I've only seen you in your growth phase. And yeah, there's parts of uh, both of us from 10 years ago that I'm like, ooh, sheesh, I'm so glad we've left that behind. Yeah. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be with you 
10 years ago, the 10 years ago you now, it wouldn't fit. It wouldn't feel right. No, no, no. So this is what we're talking about with the soul contracts thing is that our contract made 10 years ago was perfect because we were both. That's where we were. We were both where we were. Yeah. And and neither of us now would go out with the oh, person God, no. from back then no. because we're, the, the chasm is just far too great yeah. between the souls that would be making those contracts. Yeah. But we continue to make those contracts every over and over. day. Yeah. And, you know, that's where that growth comes because when you have that growth, it like it either causes the resentment that we were talking about or it causes the sort of joy of going, well, okay, you've moved up there. Give us a hand. Yeah. Pull me up. Yeah. Like I'm coming with you. Yeah. Amazing. And I think that that's where we are. Like, you know, this morning, my growth led to me being able to tell you something that led to your growth. Absolutely. Yeah. Phenomenal. And I, I would, I mean, I can't put words in your mouth, but like, <laughs> but I, you're going I, I would imagine that you would be grateful that I had done my work so then I could give you the the tool to be able to do your work. Yeah, I, you can put words in my mouth because I did I articulated that. I said, look what you're able to do now. You're able to do work that I would have had to go and see, go and have a session with Sally for like up until yesterday. <laughs> yeah. You know, you've you've had stuff drop in for you that's allowed you to then allow me yeah. I know that doesn't make any sense, but it's we're talking about growing together and I think um the allowing is a huge part the communication. We could do an entire podcast every episode on communication for relationships. That's that's the key word. Communication yeah. in a relationship is should be the foundation. But also the allowing side of it. Not all growth is pretty, and we've been going through growth, the Fuck two of it us, is not. this year especially, has been really, really tough for both of us in many ways. It's been, a, it's been exponential, the growth, but the way we've got, got there and the things we're going through are gnarly and they're ugly, and there's been times where you and I have been like, I don't know if I can be there for you. Mm. That's not, I'm not okay with this, but- even in those moments when I'm sitting in that really dark, shitty place, I'm like, this is growth. I've just got to be here. It sucks. It's hard. I'm hating this. But I know that out the, there's going to be another side to this and I'm going to get out the other side to this, of this. And then you'll come along and you'll stir the pot of it because you're not going through that same thing as me yeah. or you're unable to give me what I need in that moment. And, and I'm like, you're actually making this worse. Like we've been through mm. periods this year where I've said to you, you're making my hard time worse because you're not able to give me this. So just leave me alone. Like, let me be. Mm. But the reason and the way we navigated that without actually splitting up, which could have happened, yeah. like, let's be honest, we could have easily just gone, I'm done. I'm walking away. This is, you're not giving me what I want and I'm not giving you what you want. But the way we navigated that was by being honest and saying, this is what I need. If you can't give it, leave me alone to let me get through it on my own and not make any big decisions. I think that was the, that was the kind of agreement that we made without sitting down and discussing this is yeah. an agreement we're making. We decided during the, the darkest, gnarliest times, let's not make any big decisions from this place yeah. because that's how 
does help you know you can that can become very damaging um my mate eric my six foot nine uh german walking friend he uh we're in the car coming back yesterday and i didn't realize that uh he's a little bit older he's 52 and uh at his age, there was compulsory military service in Germany. Oh, yeah. So he had to be in the army. Wow. And he was in the army the day that the Berlin Wall came down. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it was it was really interesting. And he said, you know, I mean, he's a pacifist of the highest regard, but, uh, you know, he had to go in there. Mm. And uh, he said, you know, there are some things that he learned from the army. And one of the – Really cool things he learned that he still uses to this day is that if there is an argument, uh, a fight, a disagreement, a complaint that needs to be made in the army, you may make it, but you have to wait 24 hours before filing your complaint. Wow, that's a great rule. And so he's like, you know, the amount of complaints that don't (laughs) get filed because sleep everyone's yeah everyone's had time to calm down yeah. to sleep on it and then to make decisions from a much more rational yeah. calm uh parasympathetic nervous state later on mm. is just exponentially better yeah that, and, that's important and Super that's important. and that was the that was one of the you know, the things that kept coming through to me was you're not allowed to make big decisions. Yeah, um, right now. And, and just and wait. It, you want to because you want to react sometimes when someone – look, we're talking about growth, and I, like I mentioned, it, it, it's not always pretty. In fact, I don't think any of my growth <laughs> has been good to look at nah, from the outside. Ah, oh, like it hurts and it's painful, and that's, that's what it is. It's just how it is. Yep. So, But that allowing the other person to go through that is that's that's the crux of it right like yeah. you can't that's love it's exactly exactly it's about saying you know what you're going through that i don't like what that looks like that is really uncomfortable for me but in those moments if your partner is going through growth that looks ugly to you you can then say well why the why does that look ugly to me what is that bringing up in me and then most of the time something that is being shown to you is being shown to you for a reason, right? Yeah. So the stuff I'm going through might not be exactly the growth that, that you're needing, but it's showing you a part of you that needs to. Yeah. And so one of the things that I've worked on a lot recently is compassion. Yeah, hugely. It's and a big deal for you. And so like sometimes I've found it very hard to be compassionate for you. Yeah. And one of the lessons for you is that you have to be compassionate to yourself mm. and you have to you have to do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't rely on me yeah. to 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 be there for you. Like the work is yours and you have to do it. Yeah. So you you know the stuff you were going through that was your lesson, but then it was showing me that I had a lack of compassion. Yeah. And so I was like, oh shit, I need to work on that. Yeah. And so they were different lessons. But, but they, they were, were they were from the same thing. Yeah, and I love that for us, I think predominantly our growth happens around the same time. Most of the time. We're not really kind of on opposite schedules. Like when we're we're both going through something deep and gnarly, it's normally the other person is as well. Like mm. it's not really that we're opposite. We have some sometimes that are different. I think this is and it's good to understand this, is that sometimes, you know, you'll be going through something. 
And it's my job to be patient and mm-hmm. understanding. <laughs> exactly, which is hard. You know, it depends. <laughs> patient, understanding, and compassionate, right? Yeah. And to allow you to go through that process. Yeah. Sometimes I'm going through something. And, you know, you. My job to- is to bake you cookies. <laughs> Yeah, it's just to make sure that I'm okay. That's all I, when I'm going through something and you're not, it's like, I, you know, I I just like knowing that I'm loved and that you're there. Yeah. Um, But then quite often we end up going through the same thing at the same time, not the same thing, but similar things at, at the same time. And that's when it gets the gnarliest. It's so hard. But... That is also where the biggest growth comes from. Yeah, and that's, I think, what I wanted to touch on earlier is that you both acknowledge that you're in it and you know that that is just growth. If you, if you can be in, a kind, in the kind of relationship where you're saying to each other, this is where we are, this sucks for both of us, this mm-hmm. is really tough, but let's just get through it. Let's just sit in it and, and know that the other side of it is going to be better. Yeah. Then that's a really beautiful place to to get to I've never experienced that in any other relationship than the one I have with you I've never felt able to go through something dark and twisty and be supported whatever that looks like you know without feeling judged or feeling like I'm or feeling like I'm completely alone actually that's kind of the important thing for me is when I'm going through something Yes, I know my lesson is that I have to be able to do it on my own and I have to look after myself and I have to do the work myself. But feeling alone is different to doing the work alone. So I've always wanted somebody who just gets it, understands that I'm just going through something and allows me to be that and then goes out and buys me chips. Yeah. <laughs> the secret gentleman and just go out and buy, buy them bag chips. chips. Um, <laughs> It's and, really that easy for me, yeah. actually. And, uh, and even if I don't want the chips, I'm like, oh, I don't want them. I'll, t- I'll still eat them. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I want to talk about today is that you have to be okay with growing apart. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. And I, I was walking past the bathroom the other day and – I'm not really sure I like what you're about to say. And and Livy's like, oi, you, come here. (laughs) That's right. And this is fine. She goes, this might, she's like, you don't have to answer. This may sound really weird. Um, I I, I don't, yeah, I'm just going to say it to you. I'm like, what the fuck (laughs) are you going to say? And she said, do you want me to set you free? And I was like, what? What? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And yeah, and I was saying about how I acknowledge that what you're, the growth you're going through at the moment, Jimmy's going through some really cool stuff right now. I'm excited for him. He's going through some change and some growth that is just allowing him to tap into stuff that he's never been able to access before. He's becoming wiser which is his dream. His whole goal in life is to become a wizened old man under a tree. And he's going through that right now. And it's amazing to see. I'm a little bit envious of, of it, to be honest, because it looks so much fun and so cool. And 
I wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to hold him back on that journey, that process that he's going through. And so I had, I've had a few little things in my head say that he's going off on a different path to you, Libby, and his work is very important, which I've always known. His work is extremely important on the planet. But I wanted to make sure that he didn't feel like I was holding him back from doing that or that he had any obligation to be with me physically in a space if it meant that it was holding him back from going out and and doing his work in the world. And I just wanted to articulate that because it's important to to me that he knows that I'm, you know, conscious of what he's going through and that I support him no matter what that means. And for me that meant he might want to say I'm literally going to go and tour the planet for the next God knows how long I'm just going to go off and do work out in the world. And I'm okay with that. If he needs to go and sit under a banyan tree in a loincloth in India, go for it. If he needs to climb to the top of a mountain, go for it, whatever. Or if he just needs to go and take his sign down to the beach and have people talk to him, go for it. But it was important that I acknowledged within myself that I might have to let him go in whatever sense that looked like to go and do that for himself because that's his growth and not mine. Good story, Libby Gray. <laughs> you what? Like that's no. That's, that's what happened. That is what happened. <laughs> and it's and it's true. And I was <laughs> like, do you want me to set you free? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And she said, you know, just allow you to go. And I, and I was like, well, and if I didn't before completely i did then i felt free yeah and i said like i you're not holding me back yeah i don't want to go anywhere i well, I, I, said, don't no, need I said to. i said i don't need to go anywhere right no. now yeah yeah i don't feel and, like you're holding me back yeah and she's not holding me back and i don't need to go anywhere right now but I will need to go somewhere sometime soon. And, I, and all it was was migrating the conversation from three months, six months, a year in the future to right then, mm. which was if you do try and hold me back, I will still just go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, Savage. yeah, like you can't stop me, yeah, and and shitty if I wanted to, and it, exactly, it is shitty if you wanted to because you should want my growth just like I want yeah. yours. And I know that you're the type of person that can, like, could handle even the complete loss of me if that was what you thought was best for the greater good. Mm-hmm which is a beautiful trait of yours. But I think I'm the same, is that if I had to let you go for your benefit, I would let you go. Yeah. I would be sad as fuck. But, like, what a horrible human you would be to stop the exponential growth of someone else. I just, yeah, even though... Exponential growth, to stop anyone's growth, I think is a crime. And I think if you are in a relationship where somebody is trying to hold you back 
from growing or you are trying to hold somebody else back from growing, please look at that. because take, take a second right now and have a look. Are you holding anyone's growth back? Or is anyone holding yours back? And really just look at that and understand or try to understand why you do it and try to, try to articulate what is the best thing for me. What, what do I need? My golden rule in life is if it doesn't feel right, don't do it. So if you ask yourself a question, if, it, if you're in a relationship where somebody's holding you back from your growth and you're thinking, should I leave? Shouldn't I leave? What should I do here? My, my little golden rule is ask yourself or, or say what the answer is. So, okay, I'm going to leave. And if that feels right, you'll know and you'll do it. And if it doesn't feel right, do nothing. So that's it. If it feels right, do it. And if it doesn't feel right or if it feels wrong, do nothing until it feels right. Which uh, is a good segue to the episode I put out a month or so ago on your three brains. Yeah, your intuition. And the difference between your thinking brain, your heart brain, and your gut Mm. brain or your intuition and how to use each of those. And what Libby's saying right there is that she goes to her gut brain. I, my intuition is extremely strong. I've known that for a long time, but for, from various, through various relationships, I um, ignored my intuition because, I don't know, stupid, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I trust my intuition more than I trust my thinking brain because my thinking brain can't even multiply sometimes. So, yeah, but just and just for people uh, who's not going to go listen to that whole episode, you know, in order to to get to a point where you can trust your intuition, you have to test your intuition on mm, small things mm. a little bit over time. The reason you trust it now is because you've tested it because I didn't over the listen last to 10 it. Years. Yeah. Well, more than that, I've been yeah. testing it for 20 odd years and I didn't listen to it. And then I, that thing went wrong. I was like, oh, I should have trusted myself. Yeah. yeah. And you know that you were in a relationship where you weren't allowed to grow mm. and it took more than intuition oh, to yeah. leave. Your intuition was telling you to leave a long, 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 so long, long time before. Literally went outside one day and, <laughs> and, heard, and heard the words, run, Libby. <laughs> <laughs> run. And I went, Nah, I think I'm going to stay. <laughs> I genuinely ignored the voice for so long. I ignored. <laughs> oh, I knew. I knew better. I knew better. Yeah, but you didn't act better. Well, I mean, I needed. It, it all, it all ended, up, ended up where it's supposed to we be. We make but. our choices. We we take the ride, and we. We end up where we end up. Yeah, and out of that, you have an intuition now that serves you oh, so huge. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to think about things. There's a really noticed it. This is a, we're going way off topic. Sorry, but really quickly, I've noticed lately, and it might just be the reason I notice it. Notice it is because it's something I'm aware of. People these days seem to say instead of I think, they seem to say, "Oh, I feel this is." I feel this, or I feel, oh, I feel like this is the way we should do that. Or is that than, the people around you? No, I heard it. I was watching tennis on TV yesterday and I could hear the people talking in the background and I heard it go, oh, yeah, I feel like this will be the, you know, like people right. are trusting their intuition more. People right. are making decisions based on a feeling rather than a thinking. And I'm 
all for that. <laughs> I'm, I'm like that evolution of humanity. I'm down for. Yeah. Let's trust our gut. Let's trust our feelings. All right, that's the end of that. Uh, that's growing together as a couple. Oh, it's uh, it's full of all sorts of ups and downs and craziness and pain and heartache, but it's also filled with immense beauty. And in the end, like I just think it's probably one of the most beneficial things on this planet. And if you are listening to this and you don't have an intimate partner, that is fine. You can do exactly the same thing with a best friend. You can make a pledge with them that you're going to be open and honest about this sort of stuff and grow together. You can make it a pledge with, with a family member. Make that choice together. I mean, it's just the old, it's an old African um, proverb, which is if you want to go fast, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go together. And I think that is something that I have moved towards. I used to want to go fast. (laughs) So I always went alone. But I'm finding so much more growth in going together. And not just with Libby, but with a whole bunch of people. And uh, I think that's one of the most rewarding things I can do. Thanks for listening to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We love you. We appreciate you here. I appreciate the messages. I've been getting more messages recently, which is really lovely. It helps me, well, it helps inform me of where I should be going with the podcast, what resonates, um, and even just fills my little love meter up of words of affirmation because that's my love language. So I appreciate all of your all of your messages. Thank you very much. And we'll see you all again next week. Bye-bye now. That was Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. See you next time.